Hi, welcome to Soul Worthy Love. I am your host, Rinsey. Soul Worthy Love is your one-stop relationship podcast on everything marriage, dating, and of course, relationships. As we always say, love is safe. If it's not safe, it's not love. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Soul Worthy Love. Hello, Dr. Lee's. Great to have you back. Hello, Renzi. It's fun to be back and connect with you again and hopefully bring some more insights into relationships. I love, 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 love talking about relationships. I think a lot of women love talking about relationship. Men are interested, but I think often men, that's not like the thing they most like talking about, but women, we really love talking about this and men benefit from listening, even they think they don't need it. They really need it. We were just talking about something really funny you want to share. Yeah. So prior to the call, I was telling Lise about this awful assembly instruction I got for my dining table set. And I thought yesterday after work, I could take the time, maybe an hour max to assemble. Obviously, I overestimated my capabilities in assembling anything. And the instructions were just awful. And by awful, I mean, it was like 50,000 images. I'll post the image in the podcast description, but it was just horrifying. And I got so upset. I was like, okay, I can't even build Lego. How do you expect me to build four chairs and a dining table without banging my head into (laughs) the... The wall legs because the thing kept falling on me, and I was like, Okay, if there's another person here, that would be fine. And you know, I'm not the tallest person, I'm pretty, pretty, I think, on the shorter side. But I was like, This is just not okay because the table legs were the same height as me, and I was struggling like, I was so upset, I was gonna cry. It was just, it was. <laughs> worst 30 minutes of my life but I ended up paying for professional assembly which thank goodness that's a thing and I sent this instruction manual to my partner and he was like oh yeah I can do that I was like you're telling me this is not complicated for you he's like no this is fine by the way he does welding and he grew up building Legos so this is very much his forte and he was like yeah, no, this is fine. Like, you can just wait until I build it for you. And I was like, what? I'll be like, I'll be, I'll be done my schooling after I wait for you. (laughs) Anyways. So I I can vouch because I saw the diagram, like uh, I wouldn't be able to do it either. And so we decided that this was a really good uh, topic for us to discuss today is as individuals, we process ideas differently we process subjects differently like Rancy is really smart she's doing a PhD in English so she's really smart but her mind does not compute mechanical things the same way I'm the same I, I I think I'm emotionally very intelligent I can see really quickly patterns and people and but some people cannot and We end up in trouble in relationships when we expect our partner to be able to process the same way as we do. 
And we get upset because we think, this is so obvious. Why aren't you getting this? Like, you don't care about me. Because if you cared about me, you would understand this. And people get heavy and puffy and upset and creating all kinds of stories that have nothing to do with reality. Like, we process ideas different. It's like, I love my partner. He's great. But he's, he's a creative mind. He's, he's an artist. And he's really right brain. So I really had to see that since the beginning that he doesn't process ideas the same way as I do. I'm very linear and he's very non-linear. And if you don't know this about your partner and you expect them to change, you're going to create strife because do you want to change the way you process? Probably not. So why would your partner have to prove to you that they love you by changing the way they process? <laughs> that wouldn't work, would it? So th th this is part of being in a relationship and being conscious, is to understand that even though we love each other, we may process things differently. We enjoy things that are different, like our partners, are, you know, if they're mechanically minded, Talking about emotion and those things is not necessarily the things they love to do, especially if they don't feel good at it. And that is something we, we have to be so highly aware, especially as women, because often we are more comfortable processing emotions. And if we get iffy and pissy because our partner is not understanding what we're talking about and we get impatient, then it just makes them feel more inadequate and then they want to do it even less. Just like you, you were looking at this diagram. If someone had been there and I had explained it to you patiently, you might have been able to put, you know, the chairs and the tables together. But if nobody is explaining to you or making you feel like you're stupid, how come you don't understand this? Like then then you just resist it even more, which is what happens with our partners. You know, what's really funny, Lise, is that I was so frustrated I called my mom because she's really good at thinking logically and just overall thinks in a different way, processes things differently, right? So I thought, okay, maybe she'll understand the instruction sheet. So I was video calling her, I FaceTime her, and she's like, yeah, you just put the four legs together and that's it. And I was like, yeah, I know, because that's how it's supposed to be, right? It's a dining table. But I was like, I don't understand how to do that. And she's like, you cross this with this and this with that. And I was like, what? <laughs> like that, it was, it just was not making any sense to me, right? And so when you have two different people communicating in two different languages, on the receiver end, I couldn't understand. And she was frustrated that I couldn't understand because in her mind, it seemed really simple. But I was like, this is absolutely not simple at all. And I think when you have that in a relationship as well, right? It's like understanding each other's love languages in a way and really knowing, okay, this is what my partner receives as a love language. And if you talk to them, let's say they're I don't know, acts of service, girly. And then, but you're, I don't know, physical affection, but they don't like physical affection. So they're like, 
why are you touching me all the time? Like, get off of me, right? And so you have this miscommunication, which I think is really important to have aligned. And and that's why, if you can remember this when you are interacting with your mate, and this, especially when you know your mate loves you, when when we find ourselves not being able to compute together, it's important you take a deep breath in and you go. Since my partner loves me, why is this happening? Like, what could be going on? So instead of thinking, oh, my partner doesn't love me because if they love me, they would understand me right now or they would say such and such thing, which just creates drama. Because that's when we're like this, we're like the baby part of us. The little kid inside of us that wants mommy or daddy to pick us up and shush us and make us feel better. The thing is, we are adults and we nobody is in charge of being psychic with us <laughs> and try to understand us. And it's if something is not happening and you know your partner loves you, it's your duty as a consciously loving person to take a deep breath in and calm yourself down. Because the reason you're going to get upset is because you think, if they only love me, blah, 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 and then it just amplifies, it gets really big, and then you end up in a huge fight. But if instead you started like, okay, stop. Since my partner loves me, why is this happening right now? So now you can start discussing in a different way and try to see like, how is my partner interpreting that and and my guy is pretty good he's, he, when something like this happened he goes you know Lise I love you and I always want to make you happy <laughs> and then you go yeah it's true <laughs> so since that's the truth what's really going on right now that's why I, I realized in the beginning is that he processes information differently than I do and sometimes we're, we're a mate that process information the same way, you know, in a way that makes it easier. But then you're going to find another area of your life where you don't have the connection because it's impossible. You're not going to have everything the same. And it's funny because with, with Dale, my partner, if we're sitting side by side, I'm thinking something and he will answer it. So psychically, we understand each other very well. We can have discussion at the same time in our heads, but the way processes in the physical world is different than when we are just psychically connected. And, and that's a proof of love also is when, when you're willing to take the time to understand your partner and not get so offended because it's not going the way you want, just like a little baby, one year old, two years old, they want what they want, when they want it, the way they want it, otherwise they have. <laughs> I can remember being, you know, I was the older sister, my little brother, and I'm getting really upset if I got his toast in four <laughs> because he didn't like them. It didn't taste good if it was if his toes was cut in four. And so understanding where people are coming from, and so we can have mature discussion coming from love is how we're gonna have consciously loving relationships. I think that was a really important point, Lise, what you brought up about the aftermath of these situations, right? Because I mean, after I looked at the instructions, I was like, oh my gosh, like I am so dumb. How can I not even understand this? And I feel like 
if I hadn't resolved it in the moment, this would lead to a subconscious block, which I do have the tool for because Lise has a really great heart freedom method. But it's these situations where you create this narrative of your false narrative of yourself and you're like, oh, I'm so stupid. I'm so dumb. How come I can't even understand this? But in reality, that's not the case because you're not stupid. You're not dumb. You're not unworthy of love because your partner didn't understand you or you didn't get an assembly instruction correct. Like that's not your fault, right? And I don't think that it's fair to put the blame on you. So you always have to know that in these situations, when frustration arises, it is not your fault. Since I'm worthy of love. Yes, exactly. Since I'm worthy of love, let's pay someone else to do the work instead of having me do it for 24 hours, 30 hours, right? And I think, like Lise always says, when challenges arise, there will always be support. And I think that fundamentally, it is so important to understand because things happen. And I think if you try to move away from the challenges, you're just going to be imploded by more challenges. Whereas if you face it, okay, let's find a solution. I know there will be support. It will be fine. And and at the same time, the support in that moment was you going, you know what? I know I'm smart. I just don't need to learn how to do this because we all have um, values. And basically you're going to be really good at the stuff that you enjoy doing then you're not going to be so good at this stuff you don't enjoy doing. Like sometimes I have parents bringing me their kids because all of a sudden they are in grade nine and they cannot do math. Before that, it was really easy. And all of a sudden, grade nine, they can't do math anymore. And I showed and I asked them, I said, so which subject are you really good at? And they'll tell me whatever subject. And I said, are you good at that subject? And they go, yeah. I said, Can you see that there's a connection between being good at what you do and enjoying it versus disliking something and doing it? When when we dislike something, we end up resisting it. We shut down our mind and we make it harder. But in this case, we only have 24 hours in a day. And we need to stick to our highest values. Like, I love driving my car, but I, I don't have time to learn how it works. But, you know, there are people, my partner loves his car and all these things. There are things that, you know, what people love doing to be good at it. And it's not because something is wrong with you that you're not good at it. Sometimes there's value in learning to love what you're doing. Like when I work with the kids, you know, I get them to start linking more pleasure to doing math. And that usually works. And I do some heart freedom method on them and they go happily and their way, they might never be an Einstein with their math, but at least they'll be able to do it and they won't be so upset about it. So in, in, in life, we have a choice. We either strive to learn to love what we're doing or we delegate it. But you need to know your statement of purpose. Everybody needs to know, what, why are you here? Because we can use our time in so many different ways. And are you using your time in a way that supports your highest values? Because when you support your highest values, that's when you feel fulfilled. 
And when you end up catering to all kinds of other things in fires that come up, you know, you're constantly doing this and not doing the values that matter to you the most. This is how you end up feeling empty, angry, resentful, because you're not going after what matters to you the most. And But I would say 95% of the world does not know what they want to create with their lives. And... Right. See, I know because, you know, you've done the Extreme Freedom Weekend, you have an idea what it is you want to create. So you're not going to waste your time learning how to put up the table together and the chairs. That's that's that will work against what matters to you most. And we all need to know that. Otherwise, that brings frustration in relationships. And again, it's about communication. Like you need to know who you are and what it is you want to create with your life. And then you need to understand your partner's value when they want to create with their lives. And don't demand that your partner goes against their highest values. You're not being loving when you're doing that. Because loving is wanting the best for them while respecting your needs. So if your partner cannot do those things you feel you need, then yeah, delegate, find someone, hire someone that will do it for you. Ask a friend that knows or loves how to do this. Like there's different ways dealing with it. But when we're in a relationship, we cannot try to get our partners to fill in for all the voids that we have because these are not our highest values. It's okay. We don't have to be good at everything. And they don't have to be good at everything either. Exactly. And the fact that you brought up the personal statement or statement of purpose What's really interesting is I remember when I was doing, by the way, you guys should all sign up for the Extreme Freedom Weekend. I remember when I was writing down my purpose, I was like, well, I want to write and change the world in that sense. And so when it comes to building furniture, like that's just not my fault. I mean, I recently put together my coffee table and guess what? The legs were supposed to go out the legs ended up going in. And I sent a photo to my mom and I was like, look, look at this cute coffee table. And she's like, why does it look so weird? I was like, no, 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 no. It's just the aesthetic of the coffee table. It's supposed to be like that. No, it was not the aesthetic. It was just me putting the legs in the wrong way. And I still haven't changed it, which I need to do, but they're like going inward. And I was like, you know what? If I can mess up on that coffee table, I am not even going to try and touch the dining set. (laughs) And and that's what's like, we only have so much energy in a day. And hopefully you sleep eight hours a day. And then some of it is taken by eating, by uh, grooming, by organizing grocery shopping. And then there's the rest of the day, like for love, for, for your career, for like your purpose in life. And so that's why we need to be really clear on what it is that matters to us. Otherwise, you end up feeling empty. It does not work. You need to be able to delegate or get off of your list the things that are not in line with your heart. Because how much time could you be wasting trying to figure out mechanical things when your writing can change the lives of people? But at the same time, if people are very mechanically inclined, those people benefit 
from doing this because they feel they're participating and they do make a difference. They're important. We are just important. Everybody's just as important as everybody else. But when we honor our essence, then we can bring more of ourselves into the world. And that's a gift to ourselves, but also to others and to the world. Definitely. I think everyone is contributing to part of society and much like in a relationship you are contributing the things that you're strongest at and your partner is you know might be contributing something else like if they are again back to the acts of service you guys are contributing to different components of the relationship which is not to say one is better than the other but it's equal right? It's equitable. And I think having that in a relationship is really important. So take this as a metaphor for all the furniture assembly and the miscommunication for this representation in a relationship. That's right. It's not because your partner cannot do or does something that means that something is wrong with the relationship or you or them. We need to respect and know who we are. That's why the happy relationship checklist is also really good. Make sure you download it. It's free. It will help you make uh, sense of your relationship, whether you're single or in a, in a couple right now. If you download it, it will give you some really good clues as to what you can do to have a consciously loving relationship. Thank you very much for tuning in. And thank you, Lise, for joining us for this wonderful chat i hope you guys found this episode fun and again the assembly instruction image is in the description if you want to see it by all means let me know if it's true (laughs) because i can so if you have any tips that would be lovely and we'll see you next time thank you okay bye thanks for tuning in to soul worthy love we have new episodes every tuesday 